0: The Senate Agriculture Committee Subcommittee on Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics and Research held a hearing Wednesday on how the Farm Bill works for specialty crop producers. In attendance was the Vice President of U.S. Government Relations at the International Fresh Produce Association, Rebecca Adcock. I talked with her after the hearing about the message the Association is sending to U.S. lawmakers. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Here is this week's AgNet Weekly. There was a hearing in the Senate uh, Ag in a Senate Ag subcommittee today about specialty crops in the Farm Bill, and this is such an important topic for our specialty crop producers, which is the majority of my listeners, really, because they don't have much of a part in the Farm Bill, and in fact, for many many years, they weren't included at all. So, what if you could if you could have your highest goal? for the Farm Bill and specialty
1: crops, what would that be? The highest goal would be to increase the federal investment in the Farm Bill. Um, Specialty crops are 44% of the uh, crop farm gate for the US. Um, But we're down in the nearly single digits on Farm Bill spending, proportionate to all the other um, parts of agriculture. And all parts of agriculture are important, But since USDA says fruits and vegetables and all those products that we are most familiar with seeing on our plate should be half our plate, um, we think that the federal government should up the investment that they make in the specialty crop industry.
0: And that was a statistic or a number, excuse me, that I heard today during the hearing. Um, In fact, from the the, uh, IFPA representative who was speaking today, Um, he said, you know, it's Specialty crops, 44% of the agricultural value in the U.S., and I think he said 3.5% of the farm bill. That is
1: on direct spending, yes. Yeah. So if you compare, for example, Title One with Title Ten, which are um, a comparison between your traditional um, row crops and um, specialty crops, um, the spending there is very disproportionate. And so you get into the... Way of a fifty percent on um, Title One and down in the below four percent on Title Ten.
0: Yeah. You know, I know that there's I, that you probably don't have an answer to this, but uh, you know, as a reporter, my first question is why? <laughs> why <laughs> this way? <laughs> but it's been this way. Well,
1: it, so it, from Congress's perspective, um, the Farm Bill having direct. Um, programs designed specifically for specialty crops, not all the things that are general farm, farm applicable, but the specialty crop targeted programs like the specialty crop research initiative, specialty crop block grants that go to the states, um, some of the work that is done in the trade um, space, those things have really only been around since 2008. So we are ramping up, but we are reaching a level of maturity even for um, the history of the Farm Bill, that we believe that it's time and we've more than made the case and more than seen um, a tremendous amount of benefit and support and um, some growth, at least. We'd like to see more for the specialty crop industry through the opportunities that are afforded in the Farm Bill. Um, and it, pretty much every program out there designed for specialty crops is overprescribed. In our opinion, underfunded, and most of them um, have not seen a plus up or additional funds in the last at least one to two cycles um, of Farm Bill reauthorization. That that every far every five years, that has to be redone and rebooted. And we think there's more than enough um, evidence and more than enough justification to um, bring those programs better into fiscal alignment. Yeah.
0: And right now there is a funding, people are talking a lot about funding. Um, Just in the last week, I've heard uh, a couple of congressmen and a senator looking at where is this money coming from? And so that is the next question that comes up, where would this money come from? Um, And have you, I mean, is there a plan for that? Or have you put something forward how this could be funded additionally for
1: specialty crops? Well, that is definitely um, the purview of uh, appropriators and budgeters and the members of Congress to balance um, where the needs are, to balance the programs that are successful and growing and have potential. Um, it is our job to make the case for why we would want them to um, align or shuffle or um, pool the available money that they do have, you know, not the, the ag committees don't control necessarily how much money they have but they do control um, how it gets dispersed and how it gets assigned and that is really where our focus is on the policy side of things um, we would not presuppose to um, become um, congressional budget uh, budget determiners so we really stay in in the lane of making the case for the policy making the case for why specialty crops are important and um, have earned the, the credibility and have earned the um, place at the table to um, have, you know, at least a, a larger share of what they bring to the, Ameri- to the American table, and that is the freshest, most nutritious products um, that are available and that we know folks want more of and that we want to provide more of for them to have.
0: Yeah, and, and I can absolutely understand that. I would not want to have to be in the appropriator's office. Not easy. It's
1: not an easy job. We are, not, we are not enviable, but for us to tell them how to do their job is equally inappropriate. Right. So, Right. So
0: I want to talk for a minute about research, if we can, because research is something that I keep hearing about, um, the importance of having research programs funded through the Farm Bill. For specialty crops, is that important? And if so, Why?
1: It is huge for specialty crops um, because of the nature. Um, the current work that IFPA is doing and many of our allied um, organizations are doing around the country, we do under the auspices of the Specialty Crops Farm Bill Alliance. And it is basically the specialty crop industries the individual products that are grown that qualify, the fruits, the vegetables, the tree nuts, the horticulture um green industry products, um, we all come together and decide that we're going to come to the table together because we have a lot more in common than we don't, and we're going to be that balance of voice for this part of the ag economy. And in that space, and because we are um, a very um, uh, patchwork of very individual and sometimes small proportional quantity products, but important things, people, people things that people want, but that aren't necessarily moved um, in the bulk quantities they think of when they think of large-scale farming. And so the marketplace can struggle with um, supporting research, finding research, funding research, um, finding even the people that have the expertise to do the research when you have um, small crops, important crops, but proportional to the overall economy, um, it's difficult to to do that in the private sector alone without some incentive or cost share or um, organizational function from the government. And that really is why in particular, it's important for all of agriculture. Um, critical and applied research is foundational for agriculture. It is An order of magnitude more important for the specialty crop industry because of our unique structure and um, our our individual products that we grow. I think it's 300 plus and growing that that we know of that are discrete products and um, things like the specialty crop research initiative um, are absolutely critical for doing source of research, much of it applied research, that simply would not get done otherwise because most of the singular product-by-product product sectors don't have the resources um, to enter into, you know, potentially multimillion-dollar, multi-year research projects, either on new varieties or resiliency or, sus- or improving sustainability or modernizing or mechanization or you know, many of the things that, that we're looking um, to to in the industry to help us move forward and stay competitive um, at the both at the domestic and international level. those things just really are only empowered and enabled um, by uh, the federal investment.
0: You bring up such an interesting point too. Uh, you know if you look at the just the power of say the soybean industry throughout the nation versus the uh, blueberry industry, Throughout the nation, it, there's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, it's a huge difference between the two. So in dealing with specialty crops, and maybe you have a unique perspective of perspective on this with being with the fresh produce um, industry. But in dealing with specialty crops, because it is a group of some 300 different individual crops, does that make everything more difficult for getting things through like through Congress, like the um, Farm Bill issues?
1: So it makes it so it's both it's it's a double-sided sword, you know. And one side of that sword is there's a lot of voices and a lot of things to consider, um, and a lot of 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 priorities and a lot of ways that people are looking at what can help benefit them the most. The flip side of that, and that's challenging, and but the flip side of that is the tremendous opportunity. Um, it brings for working together and finding uh, very often when we're sitting around the table with these various products and their representatives and the the different things people grow and we find out the problems that people have tend to be at their at their core pretty common. And so, you know, the strength and numbers to come together and find what those commonalities are. And, you know, the reality is that everyone is most everyone out there is benefiting from one of those specialty crop grants in some state, some place, usually more than one. Um, Many of the industries are benefiting from the research done in, in the specialty crop research initiative, or it's building on something that does help their organization. Everyone benefits from the work that is done by USDA in the pest management and crop protection space, both through the Office of Pest Management Programs and the IR4 pro- Program. Um, and some of the some of the work they do is extremely important, and actually the only place that that some of that supporting um, work for pest management and disease control occurs. Um, and so, without that. Those very important programs, just to name a few, at USDA, um, the the industry would be caught flat-footed if we didn't work together. So we really focus on the commonality of of our challenges, and also the commonality of our opportunities. And there's a tremendous amount of opportunities, and sometimes we forget we we, we get bogged down in our in our problems, and but we remember that. Um, in places like the trade space, um, in the promotion space, and um, some of the, the, the outcomes of the research, there's a lot of good there, and um, more that can be done. But the opportunities that it has, the return on that federal investment has been tremendous for specialty crop growers, and it has really enabled us to keep growing and providing American products to Americans. While hopefully also doing our part to um, feed folks in other places.
0: And then talking about the investment, um, you know, f- of federal money, the nutrition title of the farm bill is, uh, you know, obviously it's the biggest part of the farm bill. Eighty uh, percent of the farm bill is the nutrition title. What opportunities lie in there for the specialty crop industry?
1: Well, it's in particular the specialty crop industry and. You know, for our purposes at IFPA, the fresh produce industry um, is a one of the single most important things that um, can be put on the American plate to provide nutrition, especially to those who are struggling um, or are you know not where they would hope to be at the income level and need that federal assistance. Literally taking care of your neighbors in need, um, and your neighbors in need need. Um products that are just as nutritious as those of us who don't you know who don't have the need for the federal programs. And we in the fresh, fresh produce industry are providing literally that half of the plate that is incredibly nutritious, and there are so many opportunities to make sure that when there's a federal need and investment in feeding people that we are prioritizing and encouraging, and figuring out ways to incentivize and educate um, the the people who are using the SNAP program, using the WIC program, the schools that are reliant on the school lunch programs. That all of those systems are acknowledging and empowering um, the the consumption of fruits and vegetables and all the fresh products and and all the good things that we know we should be eating. Um, and right now, we know that you know we're seeing a, a, a return to buying less of those products. And that is not the trend that we would want to see for the health of our nation, for the health of the, the health system, um, and certainly um, for the health of uh, the fresh produce industry.
0: You know, we could probably talk about the farm bill for hours, but I'm not going to do that to you after your long day. <laughs> but I, do, I, have, I do have one other topic that I'd like to hit on if we can. Trade. Sure. Um, trade, obviously extremely important. Uh, specialty crop has... If, if, fresh produce. I, I keep saying specialty crops, but specifically fresh produce has... Um, it's harder, you know, exports are more difficult. There's a lot of other things that go into it. So um, what considerations for trade?
1: So the trade program, again, one of those places that has done a tremendous amount of good and huge return on investment, federal investment, um, and that's, it has been for all of agriculture. That's not unique, especially crops for fresh produce. Um, the agriculture in general has has leveraged things like the market access program, which is, the way that USDA has has and does um, um, several activities around the world, either through um, trips abroad um, to promote uh, American products. Uh, we have uh, trade offices in specific countries where we're trying to expand, expand the market for American goods. There's a tremendous amount of work and energy and good um, good investment that we do around the world to expand that market um, for the American, in particular, especially crop grower. And the things that we love about MAP are that um, we talk about uh, growing American products and feeding ourselves and feeding our nation first and foremost as being important for our own national and, and food security. But you know additionally to what we supply at home, what we can supply abroad and the 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 market and this financial security and also the goodwill and um, the good product that the rest of the world can see um, really bolsters our industry tremendously to have that additional marketplace to do business. It really makes their um, financial viability Um, much higher gives a lot more opportunity for them to expand and for us to do an even better job of providing, you know, the most healthy and nutritious products out there to the marketplace again, here and abroad. Um, You know,
0: to, to wrap up, I just want to give you kind of an open forum. Is there anything else that you would like for our listeners to know or anything else that you feel is really important to to get out there?
1: Well, I, I think what's very important to know is that, um, prioritizing our nation's ability to first and foremost feed ourselves but also share that bounty abroad, um, especially representing um, the specialty crop industry and fresh produce in particular, um, is a huge opportunity. And for those that are in it and participating um, in any of those 300-plus pro- um, crops that we grow here domestically, uh, making your voice heard in this pro- pro- uh, process Contacting your senators and representatives, and um, sharing within your expre- expectations and your hopes. Uh, there's certainly a lot of devil in the details um, at the policy level and the funding level on figuring out the farm bill. But it is critically important that um, your senators and representatives know that you care, know that you expect them to get it done, know that you that you want it to be balanced and it, that you want it to be representative. And, and a representative investment in all of agriculture and um, tell them your story. If any of those programs that I've mentioned or others um, have impacted your operations or your um, livelihood, um, they need to know that because those are excellent examples of why um, expanding the inve- investment, especially crops, is so terribly important um, to get done between now and hopefully the end of this year.
0: All right. Thank you again for fitting me into your schedule. I appreciate it.
1: I appreciate it.
0: Thank you once again to Rebecca Adcock, Vice President of U.S. Government Relations at the International Fresh Produce Association. That is this week's AgNet Weekly. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Thanks for tuning in.